I'm leaving that in. That's going to be the intro then. Welcome back. And welcome back. <laughs> and welcome back to another wonderful episode of Titan Podcast. Once again, I am Brayden. And I'm Josh. And today we have an incredible segment for you. We are going to be talking about, well, first of all, anything, because we're Titan Podcast. Hell yeah, check it on Twitter. That's right, check it on Twitter. That is Titan Podcast, no, just Titan Pod. Yeah, it's Titan, at Pod. Titan, at Titan, Titan Pod. Pod. There's some... Everything. Uh, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, underscores, underscores? Is that what it's called? Somewhere in there. T underscore. <laughs> That's T <there>. underscore. <laughs> I underscore. A new thing we're going to be doing is posting like a meme of the week or something. Just because, I don't know, I'm bored and I like Twitter. Me too. I don't like Twitter, but I wanted to post a video of me eating dry cereal like a maniac. <laughs> That's going up as soon as I'm done recording this episode. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be putting that up. Um... I might also, yeah, we'll see what else we're feeling. Um, yeah, so right off the bat, we're going to go ahead and start it off with uh, 76ers. I want to say I was so right in the last recording. You were. Something was wrong like, was going to happen in Game They're going to go and win Game 6, and then they're going to blow it in Game 7. That's exactly what they did. <laughs> I was extremely disappointed. Me too. Um, I expected a lot more from all of them. Me did. Me did. I, me did. <laughs> me did. Me did. <laughs> I too. Um, yeah, I was really disappointed. Um, I felt like everyone on that team could have done better. Don't get me wrong. Joel Embiid and Seth Curry balled out. But there were points in that game where Seth Curry struggled with turnovers and Joel Embiid struggled with a lot. All, everything. I mean, he struggled to put up some points at some parts of the game. His defense, his defense was really good around the end of the game, but at the beginning of the game, it like it wasn't even there. I think he had like nine turnovers he had some, himself. Yeah, he had a bunch of turnovers. Um, overall, he needs to just take more of a leadership role. Um, well, one of the things yeah. we discussed about that was we think the solution to that could be a veteran because all of them are really young players. I mean, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say any of them are besides Dwight Howard, but he's a bench player. Well, we have, we okay. So we added Danny Green as a veteran. I thought that was a great move, and we did fantastic when he was on the floor. What happened we did great. to him? He um, had a, um, a second tier or a, a level two tier calf strain, mm. um, which you know it's not pretty. He probably would have been in for the next series. But, but he was out. He was. This whole he one. was out. This. Yeah, he was out for two weeks. Um, so when we were discussing this, I mean, the number one trending thing right now on the internet is Ben Simmons is over. He, you know, he he he's offering nothing right now. I would say nothing is a strong statement, simply because three points he, in game okay, seven. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hot take incoming. You're right. You're right. He added three points, but like you said, he added nothing. 13 assists. That's a lot of assists. In Game 7? Yeah, Game 7. That's a lot of assists. I wouldn't necessarily call that contributing nothing. 
And his his defense was, you know, it wasn't as good as it usually is. I mean, he should have been DPOY. I say, season, but I, mean, I say nothing because he's getting paid a max contract. And, and you, for a max contract, you expect you ex- more than yeah. just assists. I would say you expect a 610, 6'11 point forward mm-hmm. to score. You Who's going to guard you? Who's going to guard you? You expect him to be much more aggressive than passing on an open dunk. The nice thing about Ben Simmons, his first and second year, was that he had the incredible ability to just take off mm-hmm. at any second. He could just zoom into the paint. And if he didn't have a good shot, dish it out. Open yeah. three. I think that he still has the ability, but he doesn't have the confidence anymore. He doesn't. And I think he needs to go to a team that's already established and play more of a role instead of being a star. Because I think that's what overwhelmed him. Which is kind of a shame because we drafted him to be a star player. Uh-huh. And he had such potential to be one. Um, so if you were checking Twitter, we mentioned... <laughs> well, our that, Twitter. Our Twitter, yeah. We mentioned something that, you know, probably far-fetched. We're trying to get this rumor started up. Um, <laughs> we're starting us. it. We're starting it, by the way. <laughs> if you can help us out, that'd be great. Go down to Twitter and post this. Um, we, we, want, we want Steph Curry. We want Steph Curry. We, we want their brothers back. Yeah, we, we have Seth Curry right now, and we'll probably bring him back, but I want Steph. All right, and I think what would be crazy there is you would have one of the best point guards arguably ever to live, um, and then you have Steph, who still has uh, Seth, who still has a lot of career left mm-hmm. um, to develop. To develop that three shot, I mean, his three is already just is flawless. He what twenty seven? Couldn't tell you twenty six. He's he's younger than Steph, and Steph hit his prime about two years ago. He's still going, but. So Seth could theoretically hit his prime in a couple of years and become just as good as Steph is. I mean, if it's anything like we saw this postseason or even just the season in general, Seth was insane. Yeah, he's, like, he's he was falling incredible. out on a new level. I mean, he's always averaged like, what, 15 to 16 points? Yeah, but he was scoring – in the postseason, he was scoring like Well, that's what I mean. Until points. this season and then he was averaging, what, 20? Yeah, he went off. Yeah. His was three he point... off the bench for you guys? No. No, he, yeah, was a starter. he started. He was a starter. Um – I love I love that trade to get Seth Curry. We got rid of Josh Richardson. He's so a good we, player. We put him on the Mavs. We put Josh Richardson on the Mavs, and we got Seth. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really happy about that. Mm-hmm. I was. Um, so we were thinking, yeah. is Ben Simmons along with you know some draft picks and some? You might have to throw in Tobias Harris. Then Tobias there. Harris or like some a lot of the bench players. Just to give a young core to whoever takes it. And, well, to the Warriors, I guess. And in return, we would get Steph Curry. Uh, do you want to talk about the GM and the tweets and stuff? I do. So, <laughs> our general manager for oh, the, the 76ers, Sixers. Yeah. Um, his name is Daryl Morey. He's had some tampering issues in the past. He used to be the GM for the Rockets. Um, and he was the same guy who got Chris Paul and James Harden on the same team. And then Russell Westbrook and James Harden on the same team. Now, those didn't really work out simply because Chris Paul and James Harden, you know, they never got along really. Um, mostly because, for, for whatever reason, James Harden couldn't just get over his own ego. And Chris Paul is just the, the definition, really, of team basketball. I mean, ha- he has been for years. Back when he was on the Clippers, 
um, Doc Rivers team, by the way. Um, he was with Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. Those guys could fly. Oop City. It was lit- yeah, that was what they were called, Alley Oop City. I mean, it was nuts. Um, no, it was Lob City. Lob, Lob City. City. Lob City, not Oop City. Um, Lob City. Um, and he was just insane. I would love to have Chris Paul on our team. It's not going to happen, but, you know. Speaking of Chris Paul, is he back for the game tonight? No. Dang. Uh, for game two, he's still out with COVID-related in, uh, illness. It's I think it's just protocol. Is I don't Kawhi think it, out, I don't too? Think he's, Kawhi is out. Good. He, uh, yeah, he's out. He's still struggling with that knee thing. I think he might yeah. be done for the season, to be honest. Because we'll get back to the trade in a second, but Devin Booker balled out in game one. Oh, no, he absolutely did. A 40-point triple-double, his first of his entire career. This is the same man that is third on the all-time scoring list for a single game in mm-hmm. season. Behind Wilt Chamberlain with 100 points in a single game. And, and Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Bryant with 81. <laughs> I hope they win Devin the Booker series. had, what was it, 71 points? 71 points. 71 points. They lost, but 71 points. That's the, <laughs> that is the funniest thing to me. Yeah, they that still the poor lost. Suns, <laughs> the poor Suns couldn't even pull off a win off of a 71-point game. Back to this trade. So we just think, you know, let, let's run through what their starting lineup would be. You got... Arguably the best point guard of all time, Steph Curry. His little brother, Seth, at the shooting guard. I don't know. Who would be their their small forward then? Um, if you got rid of Harris. If we got rid of Harris and we didn't pick up any... Tri- mm-hmm. I would say we'd probably put Danny Green up there. If, okay. we, if we kept Danny Green, Danny Green would stay there. And Another we'd probably shooter. have Matisse Thybul. Um Excellent defender. Played well, yeah. Excellent defender and just an all-around, like, he can shoot threes sometimes. Like, he's not super consistent, but he doesn't take a whole lot of shots. Mm-hmm. Um, he can shoot the three. He's fantastic inside. Well, I was thinking, His instead of offering Harris, you, you offer uh, Ben Simmons, Shake Milton, and, like, a couple other people. So that way you keep your, you keep your small forward. Because you already have a weaker power forward, right? Tobias who's, Harris. Yeah. Who's your power forward? Tobias Harris. Oh, who's your small forward? Danny Green. Who started because Danny was injured? Um, Furkan Korkmaz started some. Matisse Thybulle started others. See, you could you could fill the role if you lost Harris, but I'd rather keep Harris and lose some of your other younger guys. Here's the nice thing about if we got Seth, uh, Steph Curry, is that small forward would be the least of our problems. Like, to be yeah. quite honest, we have – defense would just be off the off the rocker. Yeah. Because Steph is a good defender, a good on-ball defender. When he gets rocked, he gets rocked. But when he's like – I would say he's a really good three-point, like perimeter defense player. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. That's all we really need. That's all you need. Once we get into the paint, I mean, if Joel Sixers can get do – killed by the three-point. The problem is that Joel – um, has to continuously, like, he's continuously pulled out to the three-point, or at least the mid-range. So all, all the Hawks did, the entire seven-game series, was they just drew Joel Embiid out, I got Clint Capella close, and then alley-ooped to I him. think there was like five plays in a row that one time. Yeah, it was Game nuts. seven. It was <laughs> But, okay, we, we've probably bored them enough. We, wanna, uh, we want, all Steph. in all, we want Steph Curry, and we need your help to get, make it happen, Hash- but... Our GM, Daryl Morey, basically uh, tweeted some stuff out to Steph Curry, who was like hyping up Seth for his incredible performances. 
um, saying, oh man, you know, it'd be so cool if, we could, if you know, I could join you up. And Daryl Moore was like, well then do it. Join him. <laughs> that was exactly what he said. Giga Chad moment. <laughs> he got fined like... No, $75,000. Oh, and B got fined $35 for something in Game 6. Yeah, yeah, he... It wasn't even bad. He pushed a dude. But Embiid and Steph Curry, ultimate duo. You got arguably one of the best paint defenders in the league and the best shooter of all time. Just... I mean, he's the... No, Joel Embiid is the the best center in the league. Mm -hmm. Nikola Jokic does... I don't really count him as a center. Because he's, he's playing, more of a power. He's player. more of a powerful. Yeah, I mean, he plays the center position pretty well, but his team not very defensively minded. The Nuggets were never defensively minded, so he wasn't yeah. really playing the center position. I would argue they are more now, or they were two years ago, like the prime Nuggets when they were like number two in the West. Sure, but that was like what was it? Jamal Jamal Murray was like on fire. That was Jamal Murray's career season. They had. That was when, um, what's-his-name was really good. Paul Millsap was on fire that season. Mm. Who's a lockdown defender. I mean, Paul Millsap. But Lockdown. I mean, yeah. There's nothing else we can say about that. Steph Curry to the, to the Sixers. Yeah. Easy money. Easy money. Let's Season bring him here. Season pass tickets I would buy instantly. <laughs> if we got, honestly, if we got rid of Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris, or Ben Simmons and someone else who had a pretty le- like big contract, if you give we could afford Steph. Milton, you we could afford... Well, yeah, Shake Milton is definitely gone after this year because yeah. he's done well enough that it's easy to move him. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, Ben Simmons has a market. So we. It, I really want this to happen. I don't know if it will happen, but... If you're trying to if you're trying to start over like the Warriors are kind of doing, yeah, they're rebuilding cuz yeah. I mean, it sucks to get rid of your star player, but you're not going to get a ring anytime. Steve Kerr sucks, and I don't think Steph really loves Steve Kerr right now. Um, so he wants a change of scenery. Philadelphia is that change of scenery. <laughs> All right, what's our next segment? Our next segment is going to be music or movies that pump you up. Okay. I just wanted to do a quick bit about this, but is there is there like a movie or a scene? I know we talked about this briefly the mm-hmm. other day. Do you want to tell them about the the thing you were telling me? I have I have a few movies like scenes that I really like. Um, <clears throat> you could probably do the math with some of them if you've seen them. I'm not going to go into too much detail. Um, the ending of Rocky is just insane. Um, I've never seen Rocky. Okay, that, that's fine. That's fine. There's a scene in Remember the Titans, uh, the left side, strong side. That hypes me. Movie. That hypes me up so much. That's a good movie. Um, Remember the Titans is probably one of my favorite sports movies of all time. Um, Airbud is mine. I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> I'm gonna hurt you. Um, what's another one? Oh, um, it doesn't really. Okay, I, I want to say it gets me going. But at the same time, it's kind of like, it's a little bit somber. But um, that one scene in, I don't know if you've seen Platoon, the Vietnam War movie. It had um, Willem Dafoe, um, Tom Berenger, and Charlie Sheen in it. It's really good. Um, For some reason, the, the part where Willem Dafoe, he just got... Murder. Well, he he just an, an attempted murder in battle by his commanding officer, and so his entire squadron leaves. Um, and as they're flying away, they see him like already wounded because they thought it, the 
this commanding officer who tried to murder him thought he was dead. He's running through the trees and like running wounded, and all the Viet Cong are like shooting at him, and he's just still running. And as soon as like, he like he gets his like leg shot off, and so like he's just like standing there like with his arms up and his like head in the air, and he's just screaming. And like right before they like they like shoot him. Oh my and, like, gosh! I don't know why I find that so like it just pumps me up so much. I'm You're like a psychopath. No, no, it's because like the man just got shot and he's like still running and like man too angry. He to gave die. it. He exactly. He <laughs> gave it his all. Um, speaking of man too angry to die. Speaking of which, <laughs> that ties right into mine. So I'm a. I play video games. Doxed. <laughs> uh, Brayden and I both have an Xbox. Yo, CEO of video games, come, come, uh, come get your boy. Sponsor. Sponsor, Xbox sponsor. Uh, Titan Podcast is not sponsored by Xbox or any of its affiliates. CEO of bedtime. <laughs> come, come sponsor your boys. I sleep. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I've been getting in. I've been getting into some, you know, Game Pass stuff. Just looking around. Yeah. And I, I downloaded Doom. And I have seen the, the intro first one, before. Wait, the first one or Eternal? Eternal. Okay. And I have seen the intro before. I, I watch Markiplier a lot. And he played through it because his dad got a cameo in it. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that. Away. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. His dad passed away when he was younger, but uh, they put his name in it. So I, it was really cool. But when I started the game, the music was so intense that I literally went in the other room and started working out. Because it was just awesome. So now, whenever I'm doing something physically demanding, I play Doom Eternal music, and I just crush it. It's awesome, and I love the music. Whoever wrote that is incredible. Incredible, yeah. Um, that reminds me of like the uh, the music from the original Black Ops for Zombies. Yeah, yeah. That one's really good. Another movie, it's not really the scene, it's kind of the score behind it. I, I really like music, so I'm kind of... I really I listen to movie soundtracks. Yeah, sometimes. me too. Yeah, sometimes I so, do. Yeah. The soundtrack of the newer King Arthur movie with Charlie Hunnam is amazing. Is it? I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. Never seen it. It's, we should watch it. Uh, my girlfriend and I. It's one of our favorite movies. She loves it just as much as I do, which is so weird. It's so strange. But the soundtrack for it is just awesome. So I mm. listen to that a lot too. Um, have you ever listened to Iron Man by Black Sabbath? Yes. Okay, yeah. So that was, I believe that was actually in the Iron Man movie. Marvel. Yeah, the original Yeah, the, original, one, yeah. the first one. Um, I love that, mo- uh, that movie, by the way. It's a good uh, movie. All the Iron Mans are really good. People crap on the second one, but I, I, it's okay. I didn't mind it. It's okay. Iron Man 3 I thought was surprisingly good, too. I mean, it wasn't as good as, like, I would say, like, one one, one is the best. Really good. One's the best one. One's really good. Which is shocking because of, like, this was before they had anything in mind. This was just going to be a standalone movie. I know, yeah. And then it started a twenty-two movie craziness. The man <laughs> who started it all. Yeah. Talk about an actor. Seriously. Robert Downey Jr. was a drug addict and a convict before he became Iron Man. And then he became Iron now Man. Now he's one of the like... biggest like charitable donators. Philanthropists. Char- charitable donors. <laughs> Philanthropists. Dan- donators. But like, it's what a turnaround. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, what a turnaround. Um, I love, but so like, yeah, so Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, the guitar riff from Freebird. 
by free. by a <laughs> sorry officer the speed limit doesn't apply to me when i'm listening the free, free bird. bird by leonard skinner yeah <laughs> oh i get that way with um oh what's that song uh move along by the all-american rejects have you ever heard that no oh my god it's so good move along all right I'm gonna put in a, a five second intro to that song. I don't think you can. Right here. It's a can. We're not monetized. That's true. We're not monetized. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we can put true. in whatever music we that's want. True. Oh, and then the all time greatest. What's the all time greatest? The song that makes both of us, no matter what, just happy and content. Come on. We're, we're talking about movies or music that pump you I up. I know, but we gotta shout out the, the best song of all time. Oh. Melancholy Hill by On Gorillaz. Melancholy Hill by the Gorillaz. Yeah. Incredible. If you haven't heard it, I'm putting it in at the beginning, so now you have. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to listen to it and like it as much as we do, or we hate you. Yeah, if you don't, turn off the podcast. Also, I don't want... Greatest song of all time. Uh, Braden and I are on record listening it to 10 hours straight. We put on the 10-hour loop on on the YouTube. Yeah. And we listened to the whole, thing the whole thing all night while we were gaming. We actually had, yeah, we had two, we had two uh, TVs up. I was going to say yeah. that we were, we were just like... We were playing Call of Duty Zombies on the other screen. <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah, Call of Duty Zombies, yeah. But greatest song of all time. Very good. Let's, let's move on to our next segment. Yeah. Um, so our next segment is something that Josh wanted to share with us. Mm, yeah. So this is just a news article I saw. Um, it's political, so that's cool. Political? We're back. Punchlines and politics. <laughs> Lordy. But, so the United States Supreme Court has forced the Smithsonian to release classified papers that date back to the early 1900s. So, like, 1900s to, like, 1920s. Um, involving a cover-up where the Smithsonian destroyed thousands of giant human skeletons. Which means that... You know, they lived among us. <laughs> eight foot to nine foot giant skeletons used to have like they, we used to have proof of like humans too. Yo, like, Goliath confirmed. Literally, like yeah, ten no. feet tall, huge skeletons, and the Smithsonian deliberately destroyed them. How crazy is that? It's pretty. Yeah, uh, I don't like that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't like that. I mean, we're finding the skeletons of giant animals all over the earth. Like the um, Titanoboa skeleton that was just distru- discovered. The largest snake, snake ever yeah. recorded in existence. Oh, I don't like that. So, Ooh. the whole thing, obviously Godzilla and that stuff is like, and Ethan will attest to this. We've had conversations about this. Bit far-fetched. Yeah, that's far-fetched, but... Giant animals was not. That was like a reality. Like the woolly mammoth was a real thing. Like huge. Like well, I know we know woolly mammoth. Was yeah, but like thing. things like that. Like there were giant mammals and animals back when the Earth was younger, which is ridiculous. Even humans. Like the were megalodon. Bigger. The megalodon was real. That was real. Yeah. I mean, we have proof of this. We do. Like yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm kind of confused as to why we've never really hid the fact that we had like huge animals. I don't know Earth why they us. hid. Giant I don't know why they hid like giant people because giant that's, humans were real. The only reason that that's we find that that's so far fetched is because we don't have we, we were the proof was hidden from us. Mm-hmm. If we were indoctrinated to like know this, then we'd be like, oh yeah, they were like big people. But yeah, there used to be people who were like, like would make Yao Ming look like a child. <laughs> Yao Ming is seven two. One of the skeletons I was reading, Taco Falls is what seven five. Yeah. One of the skeletons I was reading, are you ready for this? Yeah. The largest one, I think, at least that was recorded in the Smithsonian, 
15 feet. Wow, that's a big guy. Yeah, that's double Yao Ming. Yeah, that's two <laughs> Yao Ming. And a little bit more. Stacked on top of each other. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, that's the wingspan of Yao Ming, is 15 feet. That's actually insane. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, it's not. No, his Your wingspan's not 15 feet if you're 7 feet tall. Your arms, <laughs> seven, your arms are the same size as you? I'm tired. What? <laughs> so how ridiculous is that? That's pretty nuts. Yeah, it's ridiculous. A 15-foot tall giant person. I'd like to be 15-foot tall. I would not. Tall people... Uh, sorry if you're tall, but tall people generally have shorter lives. Because I don't want to live on this earth very long. Their body goes through wear and tear faster. I'm going to be honest. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be here long. Um, so I wanted to quick talk about a quick Supreme Court ruling. This kind of applies to sports and politics a little bit. So the Supreme Court uh, just recently, I think it was uh, yesterday. So we're, we're recording this on June 22nd. So June 21st. It'll um, be out on June 23rd. There you go. Yeah. So the Supreme Court unanimously sided with uh, former college players in a dispute with the NCAA about compensation, which I thought was incredible. Um, I like. I feel very passionate about this. I think what the NCAA does to some of its athletes is really sleazy. Um, like they take advantage of their their names, their likenesses, and stuff like that. Their jerseys. They're, they're everything about them and they just sell it and you don't make any money. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Any money. Like I, I understand why you wouldn't want like a college student to make like, I, I don't know, money off of the school, mm-hmm. but it should at least be like educationally like related. Like, oh, you get this money to pay for... Like your housing or Books, something like room and board. Well, yeah, 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 stuff like that. Like, and, and let's be honest, you're not gonna get a, it. It doesn't matter who you are. There's no such thing as a real free ride. Yeah, like you're still there's gonna need always to pay for some stuff. kind of expense. So just give it to them and be like, hey, this is for college expenses. I'm cool with that. Um, so basically, what they did was they just the Supreme Court affirmed a ruling Monday that provided for an, um, you know, an increase in how college athletes can be compensated. Um, and then also it opens the door for future, uh, excuse me, future legal, um, legal complications and challenges that could deal, you know, much more of a, of a significant blow to the NCAA's, um, their, their business model, you know, for, for the future. Um, I was really impressed. Um, it's not often that you get all nine of the Supreme Court justices to unanim- unanimously decide on something. That's like never. <laughs> I know. Well, and, and, and it should be more. It should be more. It should, it should be. be more nine zeros or well, zero to nine. When it's clear cut. When it's I clear guess you cut. don't really have a zero to nine, do you? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> zero people like... <laughs> zero to nine be like, bro. Wait, what? <laughs> 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 Bro, <laughs> he's got basketball. The spirit on the brain, forces bro. can't believe they just won. <laughs> Supreme Court two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> electric bugaloo. Um, I'm really impressed. Um, I-, I was really impressed with uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh. A lot of people give him a bunch of crap, um, but he actually said something really cool that I like. He said, 
He said the NCAA coaches its arguments for not paying student athletes in innocuous labels, um, but the labels cannot disguise the reality. The NCAA's business model would be a flatly illegal in almost any other industry in America. I mean, that's a direct quote from Brett Kavanaugh, and I'm I'm so impressed because student athletes are taken advantage of in this country by the NCAA. The NCAA makes so much profit without having to pay anything to their student athletes, and it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And now we've the game has changed. Literally, yeah. quite literally, the game has changed. Literally, the game. The Basketball. game. <laughs> the rapper. So there is there is one more thing I want to talk about. I don't know if Brayden has any more segments after this, but no. um, I want to talk about Joe Biden flipping on that reporter. I didn't see that. In the news conference. Okay, so Joe Biden was talking about Russia and, like, giving them, like, an ultimatum. Like, they have to change. And as he was walking away, a CNN reporter calls out, like, how are you so confident that they're going to change? And he turns around and he loses his mind on her. It was so weird. It gave me flashbacks to, like, how Trump would do the press conference. What did he say? I don't remember his exact words, but he was like, I didn't say I was confident, blah, 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 blah. And it was like... And Whoa, he, dude, he Joe, like, just chill, he chill. Came out, he came out, I don't know if it was whether on Twitter or something, but he, like, apologized to her or something because he, like, felt bad. But it was just, it was so weird. It was so awkward. <laughs> like, you could tell that everyone was like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like that weird, I know everyone has had this feeling. Like, if you have ever had, like, a large amount of interactions with older people, sometimes they just get mad for no reason at, at things that you say. Get off my lawn. <laughs> like, well, no. So, like, sometimes I say things and I don't, I don't think of anything of it. But, so, like, I used to, like, get in trouble by, like, old people. They'd be like, no, you, oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? No, I didn't say that. So, thanks for listening, guys. This has been Titan Podcast Season 1, Episode 2. Good stuff. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter, at TitansPod. Uh, these are shorter episodes, but... We figured why talk for an hour about stuff you don't care about and just talk for 30 minutes about stuff you don't care about. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about nothing. When we have guests on or we're doing like political conversations, uh, which we will have one of those coming up soon. I have a special guest hopefully lined up for next week, Mm. um, which will be a longer episode and it will contain, I'm going to say at least 45 minutes of the conversation will be about that topic. But uh, stay tuned. We got a lot of stuff coming. Um, this week definitely was a lot smoother than last week because we actually – we wrote stuff down. I would agree. And we I think prepared. it's better. It's better. <laughs> yeah. It's better. This, we're we're going to do that a lot more of that. It's going to be a lot more structured. It's not going to be as crazy. That was um, an introduction to us. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got a little look into how we think. Our brain actually yeah. works. Not well, but you know. When we're trying to be smart was punchlines in politics. Now we just don't care. We don't care. <laughs> we're not that smart. We just like to talk about nothing. Yeah. Two idiots talking Talk about, about nothing. nothing. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Saturday. Yeah.